The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. In the course of his teaching, Jesus said to the crowds, Beware of the scribes who like to go around in long robes and accept greeting in marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. They devour the houses of widows and, as a pretext, recite lengthy prayers. They will receive a very severe condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, Amen, I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other contributors to the treasury, for they have all contributed from their surplus wealth. But she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, it's a, it is a great joy to, to be with you all at the end of our reunion weekend. And uh, so I'm grateful that, that you've come in order to, to celebrate Mass with me and, uh, and to allow me to, to serve you in this way. In the Gospel reading, our Lord <clears throat> contrasts the Pharisees with this woman. And, and it's interesting how these two kind of go together. And he first says, beware the scribes who go in round in long robes and accept greetings in marketplaces, seats of honor in, in, in synagogues. And, and he's really talking about people who are focused on externals and, and focused on the way that they're perceived and and what everybody thinks of them and, and making a good impression. And it reminds me of being a, like a cadet when I really learned to do that. And, and like I was told so many times in formation, like people will judge you, like they'll look at your shoes and decide if you're squared away or not, right? <laughs> like your whole life will be judged on your shoes. <laughs> right, are those like extreme corrections we used to get, you know? Like, because your gig line is off, you're going to get people killed, right? We were, we were told that sometimes. And which can lead to um, that over-focusing on externals. But, but, I, but I hope that in, in our own formation at, at the academy, like, what it was about was, uh, like, letting sort of our interior disposition catch up with that, right? That, that our hearts would be oriented towards attention to detail, that our hearts would be oriented towards being of service to others, that, that we would desire you know, to be organized for the sake of being free 
and uh and i remember one time like i was in i was like yuck year first semester and i was like because i was never organized before i came to military academy and i was like i kind of like being organized and then like cow year came and that all went away And then there's this widow who goes to the temple treasury and, and many people are putting in large sums and probably waiting, like, like let's just wait a little while and make sure people are watching while we put in this large sum of money. And, and then this widow walks up with her two small coins and drops them in. And the Lord says, they've all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had her whole livelihood. And, and we can hear that as her whole heart. And what our Lord desires from us is he desires our whole heart and, and, and to really place our heart in his hands. What he cares about is where our heart is oriented. And so much unlike what we might have been told as plebes, like Jesus looks first at her heart's. And desires to transform them. And as he transforms them, then kind of like the exterior things catch up. Like we act in virtue because of what our Lord has done in our heart. And when, and when our Lord transforms our heart, like virtue becomes easier. And one part of the definition of a virtue is it's done with ease. It's not something that we have to battle with every single day. We just do it with ease. And doing it with ease is only possible when we allow our Lord to be the initiator, when we allow our Lord to be the one who moves us. We saw that in the first reading as Elijah goes to this widow and, and he says, go and prepare something for me. This is all we have. We're going to eat this and then we're going to die. And I go, make something for me first. And, and the Lord says... that your flour will never go empty and the jug of oil will never run dry. And, and out of a, a whole lot of trust and surrender, that widow does that. And it's maybe even her own disposition that she thinks that she's going to die that allows her to completely trust and surrender. Kind of as if, as if to say, I've got nothing to lose. I might as well. Trust that what our Lord says to me is true. And see what he does with that. And that's a lesson that we all have to learn over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Is that, is it's really at that moment in which I trust that what our Lord says to me is true. So I can give him my whole heart that he actually does that transformation. And we start to do those things with ease. And we start to live those virtues every day. And the only external that really matters is the joy that radiates from our faces and our dispositions and the way that we love one another. And it is an incredible gift when our Lord does that 
in our hearts. And so today we, I'm offering this Mass for, you know, in thanksgiving for our classmates and thanksgiving for this reunion weekend. But let us also pray especially for, for those classmates that we have who, who didn't come this weekend for whatever reason. Maybe those classmates that we have that are isolated or alone or feel like they don't matter or feel like no one will remember them. Most especially for those who have not yet encountered the love of our Lord. Who struggle to trust in the fact that what our Lord says is true. That Jesus will use whatever means necessary to break into their life and into their heart and bring about that transformation that happens from the inside out. And that he begin by doing that in each and every one of us. That we may be his witnesses. Witnesses to his grace, his love, his mercy. To each person that we encounter.